What up, though? Welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit. Coming off a good Vikings win. Vikings win, man. Beat them weak-ass Detroit Lions. <laughs> I know. I know I'm from the city, but, man, I was raised a Vikings fan, man, from, from a young age. Um, I was uh, – I became a Vikings fan because uh, my grandfather, he uh, loved um, Diddy Green. He he loved the fact that we had a black coach and um, that they had a black coach. And so he liked Diddy Green, and um, that's how I became a Vikings fan, man. And I'm so excited. We just came off a of victory, 5-2. and two. We got the Washington Redskins on Thursday night. Um, I, I can't see no reason why we shouldn't be 6-2 and two, uh, coming off of that. But um, – Let's uh, get into a couple things. Last week, man, we had the uh, first live podcast in Detroit, man. And, man, I had a good time. Um, it was, for, for me, it was a success. Um, uh, special, you know, giving the thanks again for my guests, man, Josh Adams, Ron Taylor, uh, Melanie Fresher, Ebony Tate, and um, everybody that came out, man, to support me, Um for that we had a great time man and i can't wait to do the next one the next one will be in la um i don't have the date yet but we're working on that and but the next live podcast will be in la and um can't wait for it man and so um yeah man it's uh good be, to be back in the studio though um for this for this episode um this episode man i'm just about to get straight into it man i got one of my uh vikings brothers in the house today yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Feel, you know, we we feeling real good right now. We have we starting off having a good season. Um, so man, I want to uh, you know bring to the podcast, man, my boy Brandon Lawrence. What's going on, man? Everything good? Uh, well. Everything good? Skull Vikings. You know what time it is? So, um, man, how you feeling about the team right now, man? Hey, man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, but. This ain't nothing new for us. Just you know, as you a Viking fan, we always do good in the season. I'm, I'm <laughs> December. That's when I'm like, yo, I'm I'm dialed in. Like, yo, let's get it, let's get it. So it's a, it's a, in my lifetime as a Vikings fan, we've been on the brink of the Super Bowl one, two, three times, three times. No, May I think it was four. Yeah, it was two times in the in the uh, late nineties with, with with the Chris Carter and Randy Moss. Yeah, doing that tandem. Then we yeah. had the Brett Favre year. Yeah, well, I, I give you one. We had another one even before then. Which one was that one? We had Dante Culpepper. When uh, I want to say two thousand one, and I think we ended. Up, I think we went like thirteen three. See, I never forget because I was at church and I was praying to God that <laughs> <laughs> that we would get there. And the New York Giants had beat the shit out of us. And no, uh, that was the nineties. I thought. Nah, that was that. That was uh. We'll fact check it. We'll fact yeah, check we'll it. Yeah, we'll fact but, check but, it. But, but definitely, that was the year the, uh, they played the Ravens in the Super Bowl. It was supposed to be the Vikings and the Ravens in the Super Bowl. But I got out of church, and the score was like 41-7. And I was like, damn. Uh, yeah. Well. So, yeah. But, you I, know. I think, I don't know. It, it's like, it's so it's so crazy because I think the Brett Favre one is the one that hurt the most. Because I, I think that one hurt the most. Yeah, but, it, yeah, yeah, because, because we had it. We had it. It was there. It was we the, had it. First, it was the penalty. Yeah. Then all he had to do was run. That's it. That's it. All he had That's to do was he did not have to throw the ball. Just That's run. It. That's it. Take the hit. But Bruh. Brett Favre 
was being Brett Favre. That's what Brett Favre done, even when he was with them other dudes. Yeah. He just throw crazy passes, and that, and that cost us. It came uh, back to bite us, but I actually think this last one was pretty bad, too. It was. No, it was pretty bad. I'm just trying to I'm trying to feel which one hurt me the 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 most out of the out of my era of being a Vikings fan. I, I've been a Vikings fan for over twenty years. If I had to say, it'd probably be around the beginning times I became a Viking fan. I, I would say that ninety eight year, we went fourteen and two, mm-hmm. and we got at the time the best. Because that was the year that we lost to the Falcons. The best kicker. Yeah. All you have. Oh to yeah, do and then he is, missed it. The Mr. Field goal. Come on, man. But, and then you know we got history with that because remember the year when we uh we had a chance. I felt like I really felt like we had a chance to, to make some promise that year with Teddy Bridgewater and yeah. we played Seattle in yeah. the uh, in the in the oh, uh, in the wild card round. Oh my god! And yeah. he missed the easiest extra point field goal that you could ever yeah. miss. Yep, I remember. Blair Walsh haven't ha- hasn't been the same ever since that kid. I me- I remember. I remember. I remember he had to move. <laughs> we could remember at the end the year I think it was the year after or a couple years remember um no this was last year when um when we had uh we drafted a rookie uh kicker Daniel Carlson he's with the Raiders mm-hmm. now and that game when we should have beat the uh Packers last year and mm-hmm. we ended up tying mm-hmm. he missed like four or five field goals in the game that we that that we needed yeah. to win yeah each field goal he missed was a we could have won the game. He missed all of them. After that game, Zimmer was like, "No, nah, I can't do this." He he cut him right after that. And see, that's why I'd be like, that's why I'd be like, and I'd be like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying?" The, the the Vikings have done that. You ever you ever date a girl that's like, you know what I'm saying? She feeling y'all having great conversations. Y'all is boom, mm-hmm. y'all getting it on. She'd be like, "All right, Brandon, come over the house." You know what I'm saying? You go over the house. You put your smell good on. Get you a fresh haircut. You thinking you about to get in there and do your thing. Uh-huh. And you get there and she like, whoa, I'm on my period. Oh. That's what the Bro. Vikings do to me every year. You know what I'm saying? But mm. this year, we getting them draws. Duh. <laughs> this the year, re- we getting them. And I'm being, I'm being, the, for me, <laughs> for me, the biggest fact, for me, the biggest fact is Dalvin Cook. Yeah. It's like we have... I feel I feel like this is this is the first year in a long time um, that we really had co- we had complete balance. Like we have a quarterback, even though you know people can say what they want to say. You know, um, say he doesn't play big in the prime time. Uh, he could be inconsistent, um, but he has the capability as what he's showing to be a three hundred yard passer on a consistent basis. Absolutely. And we haven't had that since Brett Favre. You know what I'm saying? That's Absolutely. the last quarterback we had that we can say that can go for 300 on, on any given yeah. on any, any given Sunday Facts. consistently. Facts. And behind that, we had the offensive line from game one to now has improved, um, especially from last year. Last year, they were just getting the pushed. Offensive line has always been an issue. So they was getting pushed around last year. You know what I'm saying? They Facts. was, But Facts. this year, they're, they're playing more consistent. And Dalvin Cook is balling. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. With you. I'm shocked that he's he's doing what he's doing. I'm why are you shocked? Cause did you see him? From, remember remember his rookie year, the first before he, he got had, hurt. Yeah, he had he had flashes of it, but before he got hurt, he was leading the league in rushing before he got hurt. I just I'm shocked because he was decent to me at Florida mm-hmm. State, and when we got him, I'm like, cool, he's gonna be an offensive weapon. But I didn't think he was gonna be 
what he is now, especially coming off an injury. Like, a lot of that should be mental. Mm -hmm. Like, when you get hurt, like me playing sports growing up, when you get hurt, it takes a lot of mental to think, like, oh, I can still make that same cut. Because you're thinking, like, damn, make this cut, I'm going to hurt my stuff again. But he's out there, like, playing fearless. No, Yeah, and and, um, with with the new coaching staff that we brought in, uh, one thing that's helping them out is that they're playing more of the zone running scheme. Mm-hmm. And the zone running scheme fits to him a lot more mm-hmm. because it gives him more options to be able to play, you know what I'm saying, be able to, to, to make more reads and, mm-hmm. to make, and to make more different options. Because uh, the couple years, the two years prior to so when he was playing, the couple games that he did play, even though he was being successful um, with the offensive line struggles, they were playing more of a downhill run game. Mm-hmm. And that was making him have to um, go straight, you know, basically, you yeah, know, uh, ha- you got to have holes. The mm-hmm. zone running scheme, you know what I'm saying, you, you exactly doesn't have holes because it allows you to be able to break out, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, to the outside a lot more and mm-hmm. do things. And then they also, you know what I'm saying, doing a lot more toss, um, yeah. toss plays and stuff like that. I stand. wish they used him a little bit more in the passing game because he, he can catch – he he actually is a yeah, good – he, uh, do, he, he does do catch the ball. Um, but we'll see how the season goes, man. Yeah. But I'm, I'm still predicting 2,000 yards to my man. Russian? Oh, Russian. I'm still predicting 2,000. I think he's about to get about two-something tomorrow, two-something Thursday. I think he's about to go crazy. Ooh-wee. I think he's about, about to go crazy, especially with Thielen, because I don't think Thielen's going to play. I think they're going to um, let Thielen sit out, you know what I'm saying, and have that little extra more rest. I want to get, Thielen to play. Only, re- only reason selfishly I, why I, I know you self – I know me too. Of course I want him to play, but – Nah, it ain't even that because I'm going to the game. I know you want to see. I, I know see you want to see everybody. everybody. I want to see everybody. But, but for the long he run, he shouldn't play. But we're going against an Owen seventeen. Right. He shouldn't uh, at play. the crib, he shouldn't play. No. Let him heal up. Yes. Let Diggs and and Irv Smith and S- and Rudolph keep him happy. <laughs> get that uh get that work and hopefully this game we finally can get some some uh, a multiple turnover game. We haven't had one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to see a defensive touchdown. Bruh. You know what I mean? I want to be greedy. I want I want us to just to smack the shit out of uh Bruh. And we shout will. out and shout out to, to to AP, man. You know, shout out to AP. Yeah, he, he, coming come, home. he coming home, man, and and and, and uh, you know, playing for the opposite team, but you know, I still got love for AP. That's one of my that's my uh favorite running back of all time. And um He the last one to put up 2000. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. He last one and and won the MVP that year. He should have got it. He should have got it. Yeah, I think they ripped him, but he should have got it. Yeah, that's my man's though, man. But uh, but but B man, tell me what's going on with you, man. What's what's going on in your life? Oh man, you know, same old staying on this comedy grind. You know what I mean? Hitting uh hitting stages, trying to get funnier and funnier. Each show I do, you know mm-hmm. how I go. Um, working, really um, time management, man. That's what I'm big on. You know, a lot of people wait to the uh, new year to start. Oh, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm, now I'm starting now, and I'm working on time management mm-hmm. and being able to let some things go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, that's that's just me, but that's what I'm on, man. Just the comedy, man. Yeah. Yeah. For me, the thing I got to let go is laziness. Yeah. Like, I've been trying to clean my apartment up for, like, the last four days. Yeah. Like, I a little bit by little bit. <laughs> Hey, as I said, it's a process. I get it. Like last night, I went home. I said, you know what? I was tired. I, I yeah. was tired. It's been a it's been a long uh, week. And uh, oh man, and Keith, I got I, I got to tell you about this shit too, man. But um, it's been a long week. I had uh, you know um, last week traveled to Detroit. 
um, did the uh, the three one three comedy show um, uh, downtown. Had fun doing that. Then I did my podcast, and then Wednesday I traveled back. So I left seven thirty Detroit time, and okay. I got back eight thirty LA time. Man, I have never. That was probably the worst travel I ever had in my life. Damn. I got off that plane the next day. I had to go. To, I had to go to work and do a ten hour shift, and I was exhausted. Deep. I was so tired, my eyes was hurting. Didn't even know what time it was. So, <laughs> third. So look. So I get back. So I. So um. You you don't know the hit. Uh, Brent, you don't know the history, but I didn't had a rough time. You know, with my car being here in L.A. Yeah. Why? Uh, Keith, why Thursday morning? No, Friday, Thursday night. Park my car, uh, whatever. Go in the crib. I made sure I didn't leave nothing in the car. I made sure I left nothing in the car, none. Next morning, Friday morning, I get up to move my car at 6.30 while my windshield was busted. Damn. Shattered. Like, this shit looked like... No, this is the windshield. The, the the car window, the passenger windows is the one that's been busted multiple times. This time it was the whole windshield was fucking busted. Somebody don't like you on your street. Dog. <laughs> it was so bad to where I had to be somewhere that morning at 9 o'clock. I couldn't drive the car. That's how shattered it was. And then when when I uh, had to drive the, drive the car to the um, to safe flight to get the window fixed, if I if I would have went any if I would have went over any pothole or yeah. any like big bump, the windshield would have just shattered right over my face. Damn. That's how bad it was. It was pushed all the way in and holding on by a thread. Like that's how bad it was. When I got to the place, the guy was like, "Man, this is the worst windshield I didn't see. <laughs> I don't know how long." That's how bad it was. Shit cost Damn. me three hundred dollars to get fixed. Yeah, you went to Safe Flight. Yeah, that's why. No, actually, no. This listen, I actually. It's a um, last last time like two and a half weeks ago. I had to get my window fixed because somebody yeah. broke into my car, and they came to the, when I was here recording. When, um, and they came and fixed it, so I called them first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they tried to charge me three twenty five. Yeah. Then it was a couple other uh, companies I looked online. Everybody was trying to charge me over three hundred dollars to get it fixed. Yeah. Safe was the cheapest one. I called like six people. They was the cheapest one. They and I ended up paying. I ended up paying with two eighty. Next Basically, time. you know, Next I, I rounded off to 300, but it was like 280. And I hope it's not a next time, but based on the little story I got, uh-huh. it probably is in your neighborhood. It's crazy. <laughs> but listen, if it do, call me, man. I, I, Alameda Street. Okay. Alameda mm-hmm. Street. That's what's, that's what's at. Keep mm-hmm. waiting until Alameda Street. It's, you know. It's way mm-hmm. over there. It's mm-hmm. way over there, but you gonna, you can get some stuff. Okay. Alameda Street not far from me. Oh, boom. But, um, boom. But uh, yeah. So that was the the situation I had. Why they keep uh, breaking in your car? This time, this I don't know. Well, the Who first time pissed off. I ain't pissed off nobody. But the first time they they uh they broke into my car, they stole uh some Cinnabons, some water, and an empty Wait, bottle of cologne. What the fuck? What? That's what they stole the first time. <laughs> Somebody was hungry. The second time, well, actually, my car has been broken in three times. Oh the very God. first time it got broken into, it got stole. They stole the car. They stole the car. Yeah, I actually, I was, I had bought the car on a Saturday. They stole it that next Friday, and it was gone for two and a half weeks before, before I got it back. My man's just going through. Us. Hey. Then after that, they stole the cinnamons, 
Then after that, recently, uh, a couple like two and a half about three weeks ago, they broke in and stole my busted thir- uh, dirty ass white Air Force ones. Yo, do you talk about this on stage? No, this is new shit that I'm working oh on. Oh my god, that and is so, hilarious. And so <laughs> they uh. <laughs> They stole uh, I my actually, man snacks. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> they stole my man. They stole my man snacks, man. And so uh, that's crazy. And then the wind. Then when I went out, like I said, the windshield was busted. They, I mean, they wasn't. Obviously, they wasn't trying to. Whoever, ha- I don't know what happened, but it couldn't be in trying to try to break into the car because you wouldn't. Because the windshield is is like that. Don't make sense to to do that to break in the car. My last question about your what? your your car being broken. Do you still park on the street? I have to. Man, park around the corner. Uh, you got to park wherever parking is, where I live at. Damn. I live in Koreatown. Oh, yeah. Well, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Say, say but less. I'm in But I'm in the process of looking for for a new new place now, yeah. um, which I'm mad about because um, I actually thought I had a new place, but I got uh, denied because of my credit. Yeah. And I never in my life, until I moved to L.A., got denied for an apartment because of my credit. Yeah, L.A. is a, it's a trip, man. So I, I actually wish I could leave here. Nigga, me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I, I do. When I talk to comedians, you know how it is. Like, I really wish I could leave here, but it's like, this is the place to be, either here or New York, for in the mm-hmm. line of business that yeah, we exactly. in. Yeah, it's it's like we're it's like I'm here until I can get to the point to where I can do. I don't have to be here on a day to day basis to do my business. So you know, L. A. has its perks. And it has its negatives, just like any other city. It just seems like the negatives a little bit more sometimes when you're going through some shit. Man, <laughs> man. man. But, um, but yeah, man. But uh, but besides comedy, man, what what are you what are you into, bro? What what's, what um, you got, what you do? I'm all about giving back, man. I I I love the kids. I love the kids. Mm-hmm. I really do. You know what I mean? Um, what I do, I, I work with kids. I I run an after school program. Okay. And I also coach youth football. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it. I just that that that's my thing. I'm all about making people laugh and just have a good time. Like I've read a quote somewhere where people might not remember your name, but they can remember how you made them feel. So, like anybody I come across, I try to just be funny, not and and, and just myself. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I'm trying to shoot jokes or I'm, um, and, and you know how I go as a comedian. Sometimes you'll meet comedians and they try to have a casual conversation and work in material. Oh, man. Yeah, come on. You know how I go. And it'd be like, come on, bro. Like, but I'm just naturally, like, I'm funny. I'm observing. I spot some stuff and I just, just love to have a good, you know, I just love giving back, man. Love making people feel good. Like, I be clowning with the kids. You go to my after school program. You talk to the kids. They're gonna be like, "Yo, Mr. Brandon is a, is is a trip." I just it's just me. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Even with the football, you know. So that's what I'm all about, man. Giving back to the community, kids. Giving them something I didn't have. I didn't have a father growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of these men, these young men, they don't have that, and they and they need it. You can see it, and yeah. I feel like that's my calling. So yeah, because one of the things I want to do, um, which I've been um, have it on my heart for a long time and um it's one of the next projects that i want to uh work on is a mentoring program for younger for um teen girls and teen um, um guys mm. and one of the uh things i want to do to start up is um is doing kind of like a breakfast brunch type thing to where um 
I want to first start off with doing, you know, all women, all women, and then all men. Okay. I want to give them an opportunity, and then I want to invite some of my, you know, uh, friends, and, you know, friends and stuff that um, just not in the industry, but just uh, people I know that um, that I feel that are in in successful positions and and have a lot to to speak about to be able to come out and be able to talk to them and give them a pl- give the kids a platform to be able to ask questions that they might want to be they they might have more answers to you mm-hmm. know because a lot of times I remember when I was younger you know it's certain things for you know for whatever reason you didn't want to talk to your parents about or you know saying you might feel comfortable talking to somebody that you might not know you know saying to right. get answers to um, for whatever reason you know saying of the dynamic of you growing up you know some people don't have that relationship with their parents you no, know what I'm saying to that's be able real. to feel comfortable to ask certain things because what happens is is you never get those questions answered so now you're going through life trying to figure this stuff out when you know what I'm saying you can be able to have somebody you know what I'm saying to talk to and be able to have some answers and I just want to be able to get that platform you know what I'm saying to the um to the youth and that's something that I've been wanting to do for a minute and um and that's something that I want to work on going into the uh uh, you know, the next year. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, you know, let me know. All right, come hang no. out with me, work with the kids and stuff like that. It's yeah. a different animal working with kids, though. Oh yeah, oh I know it is. It's a different <laughs> animal working with kids. So sometimes it's funny you said that as as you want to answer questions. Sometimes you might not want to answer questions. I'm, yeah, because I've gotten questions from kids and you'd be like, "Yo, where where's your daddy at? Where's <laughs> your mama at?" Like the little girls, like they'll ask questions and, and it happens. Mm-hmm. I'm at an elementary school and this is new to me. I didn't know that their friend that comes to visit every month can come when they're in elementary school. And little girls is like, hey, Mr. Brand, I got to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, what? You just, we just went to the bathroom. Nah, I need to go to the bathroom for something else. What is something else? I'm still lost because uh-huh. I've never had to experience that. So then they're like, something's going on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. you got to go talk to that female teacher. I'm not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. So, you know, kids is a, kids is a trip, man. Yeah. Kids is a trip. Um, like I was, uh, when I was in Detroit, I was, um, I was spending time with my, um, uh, I spent a little bit of time, not, you know, say I really didn't get to spend time with family. I was working most of the time, uh-huh. but I spent a little bit of time with my God kids and, um, uh, it's three of them, but the two oldest ones, um, one is seven, one is eight. Okay. So they're, you know, in elementary school and the stuff that they know, I never even thought about at the age, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, talking about being gay. Like, she's like one of her, like the uh, oldest, she's eight. And she's like, yeah, one of her friends at school said she's gay. And I'm looking like, what? Like, that stuff right there is just a new dynamic no, to me. And I, I don't, and, and the thing about it is, is that it's, it's where it's, it's like this. I'm not one of the people, I, you know, saying live your life. You know, do you know, do what you feel comfortable and do what you love to do. But when I'm talking about kids, it's like when it's it's weird for me, because when I was younger, that wasn't that's nothing I was thinking about. It was I I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about Power Rangers and uh, uh, fruit snacks. Um, uh, I was wrestling, going outside. You know, I was uh, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I used to watch wrestling. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I mean? <laughs> I used to be one of those kids that used to come outside with the little tidy whities yeah, oh, You know what man. I'm saying? And and we and, and go outside and try and, and it wasn't try to cold wrestle. in Detroit. Huh? This during the summertime. Come on, now. Are, you get, are you getting hot out there? Yeah, you get hot out there listen, in the summertime. Not it get way hotter than it do here in the life. Hey, listen. The only thing I know of Detroit is the Eight Mile, and it always had snow. So I figured <laughs> that's all it did was snow out there in Detroit. <laughs> No, it get man. hot though. Yeah, it get hot. Okay. Yeah, you get you get hundred degree weather in Detroit in the summertime. What? Yeah, they learn something new every day. Yeah, it get hot, and then it gets super cold too. You know, what I'm saying in the winter time. You know, it gets that negative. You get that negative uh, temperature and shit like that, man. That's the only part. That's one of the main reasons why I can't live in Detroit. No more. Oh, I get too it's, cold. Man, I can't deal with that snow and that, and that cold no more. But what's man. so crazy is is it was like forty uh, some degrees Saturday night when I got there and we went out. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was freezing my ass off. I was my I, my body just wasn't wasn't adapt you know used to it because I haven't lived yeah. there in a while. So my body had to get adapted to to the to the cold you know again in the, in the next couple of days to feel you know what I'm saying to be able to deal with it. But uh, but like degrees. but like forty something degrees in Detroit is nothing. You know what I'm saying you still get girls half naked walking down you know going to the going to the uh, the, the clubs and bars. Dudes just wearing t-shirts and maybe a hoodie You know what I mean Yo. We don't Detroit It doesn't get <laughs> People don't call it It's not really cold cold Till you start talking like 20s and teens And, and single digits Man Listen That's cold 40 degrees I'm in the house <laughs> That's, I'm in the house uh, We got the uh, The fireplace going The oven on All that 40 degrees But um, Man But I'm gonna ask you this though Like Um Working with kids, yeah. One of the biggest things that's um, going around now is um, parents uh, talking about their their accepting and okay with their kids that are like five, six, seven years old, saying that their their kids is transgender. Mm. How do you like? To me, that's just crazy. Like, how do you at how at five years old? Six years old. How's that even something that's even you know saying in your mind? You know saying even in your mind frame. You know mm, what I mean to even topic. to even think about or you know that and then as, and then I feel like a lot of these parents that are um, that are going forward with this and accepting this, I just feel like they're trying to go with the the now instead of actually being a, a parent mm. and. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, being a parent, they just try, and, and they're trying to go to now. And then what's the worst part about it? I feel like if you speak out against it, even if you're not, you're speaking out against it to have conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Not you're speaking out to be hateful. Mm-hmm. But if you even try to speak out to have conversation, dialogue about the situation, it's already like, shut up. If you're not positive for anything nowadays, it seems like you we can't have a conversation about it. Sounds like a bully, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I listen. I listen, man. Can we be real? Yeah. Can we be? Can we be real on the show? Yeah, be real, man. Listen, man. I listen. I work with kids every day, and you see it every day. You see it firsthand. And from my experiences, listeners, before you uh, uh, hit my Instagram and try to say I'm I'm bashing and all this, from my experiences, it's always been. With the people of fair skin, mm-hmm. the Caucasians, the mm-hmm. Europeans, from my experience, 
where they're okay with their children being a certain way. In fact, I used to work at a school right down the street in Culver City where the little boy had nails painted, hair, came with a dress and all that. And what they said was, we're letting this child express himself. This, we're letting the child express himself. The child feels that it's a, it, he's a girl, so we're letting him express himself. He's a child. We don't want to, we don't want to um, confine him. We want to let him be creative or whatever the case may be, right? And on the educational side, I get it. I get it about the whole letting the child be creative and all that stuff like that. But what I try to tell parents when I'm able to talk to them is, you're a parent and not a friend. No, that, that there's yes. a difference. I'm a parent, and if I see my son do something crazy. I'm going to smack him in the back of the head and let him, hey, this ain't what you're supposed to do. This, that, that. Just like when I did have a relationship with my, when I, we, I finally did have a relationship with my father, he taught me certain things. And that's just how it goes. One thing about being a parent is you're not going to, your kid is not going to always like you. Your kid is not going to always agree. They're going to be like, ah, oh, I hate my dad. I hate my mom. But if you do it right, when, the, when that child gets older, it's going to look back and be like, damn, I see why my mom used to bitch a lot. I see why my dad used to do this and do that. But um, the way we live in the in, in back to your topic about this whole transgender thing, you got to understand this is this is a very liberal city we live in. Mm-hmm. This is a very liberal city we live in in L.A. Anything goes. <laughs> Anything goes. It it. Anything goes. Um, you have a whole community of it. West Hollywood, Santa Monica Boulevard, it's a whole community of it who would argue that if you told a child, oh, don't walk like this, don't walk like that, don't do this, don't do that. But here's my whole thing. And, and again, this is just my logic on it. If every man turned into transgender or became homosexual, whatever the case may be, right? What's going to happen to the human race? Have they, have, what's, what's going to happen to us? Have we figured that out that we don't need to take a man's, let's get scientific for a second. Mm-hmm. Let's get a man's sperm and a woman's egg. Have we figured out how to create human beings without that? Now, if we figured that out, then I'll shut the fuck up and y'all can do whatever y'all want to do. But at some point, you need that. Mm-hmm. So if everybody goes this way and then everybody goes that way, what's going to happen to the human race? That's, that's, just, I mean, it, I mean, it's, it, it's, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. It, it's it, just like, so, so, so my thing is, and, and my thing is, I, I see it. Like, stop pumping it. That's my whole thing. If a person, if they, if what they say is true, a person is born a certain way, let it happen. But I feel like that first five children are very impressionable, mm-hmm. very, very impressionable. Every, a lot of things are taught. A lot of things are taught. So my thing is just let the kids choose and seek on their own. If a child has something inside of them that says a, a, a boy child and he's like, I want to be a girl. I want to be, or I like boys, I, I'm attracted to this, then let him seek that as he gets older. Don't start putting it in the educational books, 
putting it all over TV and all that because that TV, that television is 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 that shit is the devil. Like that that it really oh, it, is. it really plays. It's a program. It's called a program. It, it's really called programming. So it's like it gets in a child's yeah. brain. Yeah, TV it make TV it make you think uh, L.A. is nothing but glitz and glamour. Come on, I man. ain't seen a Kardashian yet since I've been here. Come on, man. It's it, it's 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 us locals from L.A. We call this a transplant city. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a, yeah, it's a transplant city. It's just like uh, that. Games back to what I said earlier. It's like yo, if I can, if I wasn't doing comedy, man, I would get out of here. I'd probably go somewhere back to like Texas somewhere mm-hmm. and just have a family and just live. <laughs> I do not, I man, I don't, I, I, I don't really care for. It. I don't care for all this stuff. Maybe because I've been around it my whole life. Uh-huh. I just, you know, that's me though. Uh, turn, turn this mic on. So now, Brittany. Nah. What's up, um, Brittany? What's up? What's up? Um, for everybody know this this is my, my assistant Brittany, um, that does a great job for me. Um I wanna know what's growing up, what was what was your relationship with your parents? Well, me and my mom, we kinda had well, we didn't really have a close relationship, but growing up, like once I got older I realized how important that was. So we right. didn't get closer once I got older. So, like, when now, um, now you you've been you've been working for me for a minute, and you know mm-hmm. that we get a little personal on this yeah. podcast. But I I'm gonna keep it, you know, saying um, as sensitive as possible. Um, but I want to know when did you start? Uh, what age did you did you start feeling like you were uh, attracted to girls? So. I didn't have any of those feelings like when I was growing up. Like you said, you know, right. kids are like five years old and stuff. I wasn't right. thinking about that stuff. Right. I didn't realize that until I got in like high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like exposed to that pretty much. But like growing up when I was younger, I didn't have any of those thoughts. Like so, none of that crossed my mind. It was probably like eighth grade, ninth grade. Okay. Eighth, ninth grade. So growing up, you were still you was you were still wearing the dresses. And uh, pigtails. <laughs> sometimes, it sometimes. It wasn't right. until high school till you start well, wearing the Tams and the Jordans. No, actually, actually, my mom, uh, my cousin Taryn, like we grew up. That's like my that's my cousin, but uh-huh. like she's my play sister too at the same time. Right. But um, like my mom and her mom dressed us like tomboys. Like that's what we were into. Okay. We were into sports, so I wasn't always in dresses and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I have like pictures of me and Tim still jeans, yeah. jerseys right. and stuff because I was into basketball and everything like that. Right. So mm-hmm. I wasn't running around in dresses. <laughs> Right. Now, now, I'm letting you know, I still haven't forgot. I still want to see that picture. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you. I still want to see that picture. I got to see this picture of you in this dress. You know I got from my mom's it. wedding. <laughs> you know what was interesting about what you just said? And, and thank you for sharing that. I yeah. know you don't know me or whatever, but I, I do commend you for that because I like. Now, that's the one thing I do like about it. Mm-hmm. Or, or what I don't like about it is if you like what you like, speak on it. Don't, a lot of people like hide behind it, like ah, da, da, but I commend you for that. Like you know what I'm saying? That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. But what she said was, was interesting to me is, you said you wasn't thinking those thoughts. It was probably yeah. to like the eighth grade, ninth grade, yeah. to when you were exposed to it. Yeah. So what we call that in the education field, yes, I am educated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we call that learned behavior. Yeah. It's learned. Yeah. Yes. Learned behavior. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not something that 
once you came out the wound, it was like, boom, I'm attracted to girls. This is what it is. This is what it is. It was learned behavior. Mm -hmm. And me, I believe a lot of this stuff is learned behavior. Mm -hmm. I think it's learned behavior. Again, if you take that two-year-old boy, right? Let's take that two-year-old boy. Dad is gone. It's just mom, older sister, maybe auntie, grandma. So all he sees is heels and all this stuff like mm -hmm. that. So now he's walking around in the hills. He's walking around. He done grabbed his mom's purse because he's seeing that, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of parents be would be like, <laughs> look at little Brandon. Look, at he's mm. so silly. Da -da -da -da. Thinking it's all fun and games, but not knowing that little Brandon is being programmed and conditioned to be like, oh, this is okay mm -hmm. to wear heels. This is okay. Where a lot of parents should be like, and mostly, and just from my experience, the black parents usually be like, hey, Cut that out. You ain't supposed to do that. You ain't supposed to do that. But a lot of the other races are like, ha, ha, it's so funny. Look at little Johnny. He has on my heels. He's painting his nails like his mother. Ah, he wants to be just like his mother. And then what happens is little Johnny turns five. Mm -hmm. Little Johnny turns 10. Now little Johnny is 13 and he's going through puberty. And them same thoughts that we have where you're going through puberty where it's like, yo, I'm trying to see some teddies. He like, nah, I want to see some balls. And that's how that shit goes. But that's how that shit goes mm -hmm. in, in most cases. So to get back to it, I do blame a lot of it. A lot of it, most times, is on the parents. Now, is there cases out there where there's nothing you can do when a kid is born like that? I guess. Mm -hmm. I, 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 would, I would say so. Logic tells me that nothing is... is one way there's always something that's gonna be you know go a different way so you know it, it's just real interesting yeah it's interesting but thank you yeah, for sharing it yeah because i wasn't I, I personally wasn't exposed to it to high school you know what I'm saying what i knew so what i knew someone was openly you know saying saying that they were gay i i to high school it wasn't for that wasn't for me you I know what i mean <laughs> want to hear a funny story and it's crazy because me and my brother was just talking about it right yeah so where i grew up in la i grew up in the hood Mm -hmm. I grew up in the hood, like, off of Vernon and Western, King and Western, up yeah. over there, right? So I didn't realize I lived in the hood. I didn't realize, as a kid, I didn't realize I was, like, in the hood. Me either. Right? So I grew up with my mom. It's just me and my brother. But where we lived at, it was like a compound. My grandma had owned this house, that house, this house, that house, right? But my uncle stayed there. Mm -hmm. My uncle was gay. But I didn't know he was gay. I just thought he was my uncle. So this whole time, my uncle used to have friends come over. Oh, he even had a friend, big buff friend, had a perm and all that. And I'm thinking like, oh, shit. And his name was Angel. And I used to be like, yo, Angel's a killer. This is what I'm thinking as a kid because I didn't even know. And the whole time, and it wasn't until I get older that, damn, these dudes was booty bandits. <laughs> Growing up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it, And then as I got older, I started looking at my uncle, and he had a tattoo Right here that said Mike. And on the I, instead of a dot, it was a heart. And it was just like, wait a minute. I don't make my I don't make my eyes like that. My eyes is a dot. He had a heart on his. And it's it's just to say what you said, like it's funny because you don't realize it until uh -huh. you get older and you realize like what? And, so And then also too, like growing up, uh my father uh my father died when I was seven. And then after that it was just me. 
my mother, my younger brother, older sister. Yeah. Um, and so growing, and so, and then, so my mother, she had, she worked so much to where she, you know, saying my mother was, what well, I want to say, my mother was there in my life because she came home every night. Yeah. She made sure I had clothes. She yeah. made sure I ate, but we didn't have a personal relationship. Yeah. It was, you know saying? We didn't have, you know, a personal relationship. So, uh, and then, uh, so, you know, uh, until I was about 15, from seven to fifteen, I really didn't. You know, what I'm saying I had family, but I really didn't have nobody that was there teaching me a lot of yeah. stuff. You know, saying I had to, I had to, I figured out my own. Like I didn't have no sex talk when I was, you know, what I'm saying right. when I was a kid. You know, right. I didn't have, you know, any of them type of talks or anything growing yeah. up. It was just base. It was literally like I learned stuff wherever I learned off TV in school yeah. and or your friends. Um, you or, know, yeah. what I'm saying yeah, you know yeah. that's that's how I learned things. Yeah, and so yeah. even now as I grow up. It's certain things that I, I'm going through, you know, as in learning as an adult that I never was taught. And, it's, and, yeah. and so, um, and we always talking about, you know, saying uh, relationships on here. We always yeah. talk and people always, we always digging into my, my personal relationships yeah. on here. But we, um, but one of the things that, um, that I see that, that, that I do struggle with and that I am growing is that it's a lot of situations that I do have with women that I have never dealt with before. So it's like always learning situations for me. Yeah. And so, you know, so I'm always growing, you know, everybody should always be growing, but Absolutely. it's a lot of stuff that I felt like, you know, not just relationships, but just stuff general in life that, you know saying that I felt like I should have been taught at a younger age. And so if God do bless me with kids, I feel like that's, I know, well now I feel like I know that's what I'm going to install in them. Yeah. So they won't have to go through the same struggles that I had to go through. Right. You know what's funny though is I be having like I be having I don't smoke weed or nothing right but I be mm-hmm. having some high thoughts like sometimes I be sitting and I just be like yo what if the bullshit that we went through was meant for us to go through because there's a kid out there right now that you ain't met I ain't met but we had to go through whatever we went through to help this kid go through what he's about to go through. I feel if that, that makes I, sense what I, what I just no, said I know it makes it's sense gotta, it makes sense it, you know what I mean I feel like it can be and, and that kid can be anybody it can be yeah kid can be a stranger it can be your nephew it can be a guy's a guy child it can be your own child you Facts. know what I'm saying it does you know what I mean and it also it can be you know what I'm saying an adult you know what I'm saying that's that's somebody is like this I'm 33 it can be somebody that's 21 right now yeah. that's going through the exact same thing that I went through at that age that I can be able to help out and 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 so they won't have to go through the long struggle that I went through hey sidebar real quick yeah. y'all want do y'all know something crazy about me and this dude what we got the same initials right my name my 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 legal last name mm-hmm. is Jones okay but I go by my middle name Brandon Lawrence okay but we got the same this, same initials, mm-hmm. same liking teams, damn near the same birthday. Your birthday's the first, right? Yeah, October first. Mine's is October second. Same year. Ain't that crazy? So I, I, I'm telling you, these are my high thoughts. <laughs> now while he's in Detroit, coming out the womb, just 24 hours later, I'm doing the same thing just up the street right here uh, at Kaiser. Life's a trip, right? And then mm-hmm. it brings us all full circle, boom, right here. Mm-hmm. My bad, y'all. That's my high thoughts. Go no, on, you bad. good, but <laughs> you good, man. But uh, but Keith, I can how I can remember how many kids do you have? 
Uh, I, I got one, but I'm actually uh, having a second one. A sec- no, we talking yeah. about we know the ones that you cl- that you claim. How many? All the ones that you got. Are, 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 are we adding abortions <laughs> in or not? Nah, man. <laughs> hey, can, can you out here shooting up the club? No, Keep man. You out here shooting up the club. But, but, uh, but um, what's, what, on everything that we just kind of went through, like, what is your, your feelings and what's your thoughts on it? You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just tricky. You know, I was thinking about the fairly odd, not the fairly odd parents, but some new show, I think it's called like Loud House. And uh, Loud House is a, a popular cartoon. You probably seen it before. No, never. So in the cartoon, it's been out for a while. It's uh, he got like nine sisters and his one one boy. Okay. And he's the main character with his nine sisters. Wow. And his best friend is a black kid who has a gay dad. He has two dads. Yeah. Whoa. And so, but the dad, his dad is black and his other dad is white. So it's an interracial gay couple. I mean, it's it's a whole thing, right? Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's. Check it out. It's called Loud House. It's a very popular, car- been out for years. Is it on yeah. like Cartoon Network? I don't remember what network it's on, but it's uh-huh. definitely out. And I thought that was the first time I've ever seen it so blatantly on a cartoon. And I thought, okay. But I will say this. I had seen the cartoon many times and I never even realized it. That right. that was so, I, so okay. I'm like, man, am I like kind of like, what's the word? Like desensitized? What? Yep. I can't never say the word. Exactly. Certain, certain words I can't say, you know. Yeah. It. Am I from that? You know what I'm saying? And I was like, maybe so. So, you know, now that I have a daughter, it's kind of like. I have to, uh, I guess this is a proper way of allowing the person to become who they want to become, right. but still within some type of frame of, you know, not going too far. Because at any age, at this point, nobody should be like sexually thinking about their right, sexual, right, right. you know, mm-hmm. desires anyway. But at the end of the day, they're more, uh, um, ex- they have more access to information now than we did when we were younger. A lot. The internet mm-hmm. was not even here. Yeah. Think about no. that. You know, uh, so just starting on that base level it's going to be a whole different society with the next two generations anyway, so. Yeah. And, you know. And, and and for me also, like, I'm cool with with the normal gay. You know, the, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the, oh, I'm, about, I'm cool with the, oh, the girl. Gr- after him. I'm cool okay. with the normal gay. The normal gay. The, the girl, girl, <laughs> and the guy, guy. I, that's, okay, I'm cool with that. But when you start getting to these, like, I met a, I met a, uh, a stud. Okay, this, she's a stud. And she dates a guy that transgendered into a woman. Okay, run that back. I'm trying. I'm just trying to process it. Okay. Okay. Stud. It's a stud. Girl you know, like a young, dress, like a young man, like a young MMA. Okay. You know, what I'm saying type of stud. Guy. Gotcha. And she dates a guy that guy. transgendered into a woman. That dresses like a woman. Oh, so they basically just swapped. Uh. Gender. Yeah, genders. The shit doesn't make sense to me. I mean, and I'm just gonna take a. I'm just take a wild the, guess. This is out here, right? Yes, it was yeah, out here. Figures. Huh. Is that for you? Now, that's the, now that, when we get to that type of shit, that's just, just confusing. So, to me, when you get to stuff like that, this is where I become the bad guy. To me, that's and, like... And, and, and don't make me the bad guy. It's know, mental health. But to me, that's like, man, like, you, <laughs> like, I don't know, but you got touched as a child or something? No, I don't it's know. It's like, it's like, what's going Man, on? Like, listen, I don't know. To me, it's mental health. I don't know where somewhere it, it, it's mental health. You have took on a whole new identity to go get with someone else who took up a whole new identity. It's mental health. That's okay. Here's the thing. And and here's my thing, right? That's like saying, y'all know me as Brandon, right? If y'all see me tomorrow, if y'all see me tomorrow and, and, and Keith, you'd be like, yo, what's up, Brandon? I'm like, I no longer want to be called Brandon Keith. My name is now Brandy and you need to respect me as such. 
Oh, I'm the highly dis. I'm gonna be. I'm the most disrespectful nigga. You, sh- you see you what I'm saying? But nigga, but, you're brain until I but, die. But, but what are you? Keep you gonna be like? You're not gonna tell me you're gonna get back in that car and be like, oh, okay, well he's, he's Brandy now. You're gonna be like, what the fuck happened to him? I, I just have to. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna question, but I, but also at the same time, I will accept it. So. You're gonna have. Yeah, eventually, yeah. you're gonna have to accept it. But at some point in the time of you accepting it, you're gonna be like, yo, this fool done hit his head somewhere. <laughs> he done smoked something. <laughs> he gonna smoke something. But, and 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 like I got into an argument with somebody about that. Um, and they tell me, you know, you're being, you know, you're being very disrespectful if you don't honor that person's wishes and calling them. You know, saying you know the what they are. You know, if, if my homeboy, my whole life, all of a sudden he say, uh, you know, I'm I'm not you know James anymore. I'm Jayla, nigga. You James. <laughs> you James. I'm not calling you Your Jayla. Mama named you James, so I'm gonna call you James. <laughs> I'm not nah. calling you that. Hey, you, you know, know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not about to say, hey. I'm not when when I'm with my friends, hey. Um, you know, uh, she about to come over here. No, it's his ass is about to come over here. I'm not acknowledging you as a woman. You're a man. You, you know what? You know what? I agree with you, but it's a place of growth. When, Like I said, I'm out here. I've seen it so much. Now, I'm going to call you Jayla, but... You not hanging out with me no more, so no, it ain't even no, no point listen, of even coming. No, over listen, and that's not, and it's not from a place of hate. No, it's not because check this out, right? Check this out. If me and Brandon is known for going to the bar, watching football games, and all this stuff like that, that's cool. This is how he met me, like this. If all of a sudden I decide to get some hair, paint my nails, and turn into Brandy. He is not obligated because that is a whole new person. He has that choice not to talk to that person. So he can be like, oh, okay, as long as you Brandy, I'm cool. Let me know when Brandon come back. It's his choice. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just goes back to your topic. You cannot force it onto people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call you Jayla. I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to call you Jayla, whatever you want to be called by. But if I'm going to respect that, you have to respect my decision. And if I don't want to hang out with you or I don't want no. that around me or my kids, no, it's not even that. It's, it's that if I call you Jayla, then you be, your ass better bake me a cake. Nah, you don't want that big. Some man, man, yeah, you don't want J- you your bake, friend James to turn to the Jayla to bake, bake you a cake. Bake me a cake, <laughs> cook me some. Yeah, but see, uh, see, and this is how you end up dating when you don't yeah, be knowing. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's how you Hell end up. No. Hey, for real, like that's where that's where it goes. Hell no, you know it. Go to <laughs> you know. <laughs> nah, but that's that's. I mean, it, 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 it is what it is. But you know what's funny? You asked Keith, right, about the whole kid situation, right? I have kids. I have a son. I have an eight-year-old son, and my daughter will be five on November 7th, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's crazy because I was listening to her story earlier, and not once did I cringe or feel like, uh, 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 at all, right? Right. Because what's sad, it is a double standard. And it's, and it's the question, like, when it's a girl doing it, it's like, ah, whatever. Who cares? She's one of the homies. Like, it's all good. But for us, like, with boys, we find out another boy or a man, it's like, ugh. Because, because it's this. And this is my only thing of it. Because most people most people thinking, you know, especially when it comes to women. And because I really, for me, I don't consider a woman really gay until she turned 40. Man, break that down. <laughs> I need to know, break that. That's it. That's you got okay. When she, you got me, got me listening. Because when I feel like, with, I just take Brittany for example. Okay. Feel, right now, 
she young, doing whatever. She could turn 26 and all of a sudden, oh, I'm tired of that. You know what I'm saying? And, and then I'm... For the purpose of the story, how old are you, Brittany? 24. Okay, okay. cool. So we look so, at 16 years. Okay, go ahead. So, you know what I'm saying? Just all of a sudden be like, you know what? I want to get married with a dude, have kids, have a family. She can do that. And and nobody's going to sit there and judge anything. Okay. It's going to be... But I like where you're going. And so, but when I say 40, it's like when you turn 40, it's like you out your prime. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm in this for the long haul. You said I'm in this for the long haul now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's, you know, I'm in this for the long haul. Now, if a guy, okay. no matter, he can be 11. Okay. If that little, if that boy do anything uh, with another little boy, going, it's, it's no going back. <laughs> you're, you're, what I mean is, no, I you, hear you. I what hear I mean you. is, what I, I mean you. is, he can he can turn 21 and say, you know what, I'm only gonna date girls. But if anything comes out that he did anything with a, right. with, a, with with another man, right, he's gay for life. He's gay for I've life. heard that before though. He's Yo, gay for I mean, life. I've heard it. I've heard it several times. Like but your home, like if, if your your if your friend uh-huh. sat here, y'all talking, he said, hey man, you know. uh just one night, man. I was in, uh, I was, I was in Jamaica, and you know, is I he grown? He grown. He gay. He grown. I say, man, I just, I fucked this dude. He gay. I, you know what I mean? You know, he's he, gay. There's no, there's I, no getting out of that. He say, he, he say, he say, you know, I ain't doing nothing. I just, you know, I just, I just hit it from the back, and that was it. <laughs> now, what Riley used so, to say off but of look, nigga, after you that, gay. But after that, <laughs> after he say, man, that happened like two years ago, and after that, he didn't end up getting married to a woman having a family. He. Still is gay. Oh, nigga gay. He gay. gay. But if you had a homegirl that said the same thing, and then she say two years later I got married, you won't. You be like, oh no, no. whatever. But okay, now let's take your same story. You got a homeboy, and he's like, yo, when I was eleven, I had an experience with a with another little boy or whatever. I realized like, ugh, that's not my thing, and he never messed with a boy again. That makes him gay. Yes. <laughs> that's interesting. No, listen, that's that's. That is a very my, interesting my topic. Rule, the rule is the rule is this. The rule this is this is the rule. This is the rule and this is the rule I'm going to live by until I'm in that coffin. Okay. If another man, uh-huh, makes you hard, you're gay. Okay. Okay. That's a safe that's a safe observation. I'm not mad at that. At any point at, at any point that's that's just what you is. I'm you want you want you know whatever. And like this, you my homeboy. I ain't gonna love you less. We right. gonna, we can still go watch the game. Yeah, you will. We can still go eat. Yeah, no, no, no. I won't. I won't. This is where this is where it'll go funny. If we at the bar and he say, "Man, look at that." Hey, dog, what you talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna get questioned. That's why. But see, that's why I said we could never hang out. We could if hang we have, out. No, you're still we your can't. boy because, because you can't. You because just because this is where. Because this is where the um, you can't lay the judgment part mm-hmm. is. Is because you can't say, I would I would still hang on with my friend. You know what I'm saying? I would still hang on with my friend because this is the reason. Is that you're laying judgment on that person's decision to choose who they want to love and and, and be with. No. But you you just said you are laying judgment. You're saying you don't want to hang out with that person. Let me tell you why I don't want to hang out with him. Okay. Because here's the thing. Now, if that's what he chooses to do, I look at his judgment as saying like, Ugh, Keith, uh, ugh, Brandon, why you want to mess with dudes? No, 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 like you disgusting. That is laying judgment. Mm-hmm. I look at it as though we no longer have anything in common because if we're why at not? the, I'm gonna tell you why. If we're at the bar, 
and we chilling, we drinking. Some females walk in. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, B, look, some hoes just walked through, right?" And, and you're gonna be, like, and you're gonna be like, "Yo, where they at? Cool." Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm that gay friend, and I'm gonna be like, "Damn, look at them niggas just walked in," you gonna still be comfortable? Will I be comfortable? You gonna be like, "Yo, it's no." It's, you gonna be like, "Yo, it's no I, point of me it's, even." It's it's like this. If we if that if we was like it's two different situations. I'm gonna say two different situations. If we at the bar and this and you say, "Damn, look at this dude," and this is the first time you coming out like that. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be uncomfortable. But if it's already established and I know what your lifestyle is, then no, I won't be uncomfortable. I just make that shit funny. Hey, you a good dude because I'm not sitting with yeah. none of my friends. Are gonna be like, and they like, "Damn, because look at them niggas. I'm because I'm 100 percent comfortable <laughs> in my I'm 100 percent comfortable <laughs> in my own I thinking. Am, hey, and I so, feel you. It's just I like it's yo, just, I don't. Uh. <laughs> I, I mean, and I understand your point too. But it's just that I'm more. I'm like it wouldn't bother me because, um, <laughs> I mean, if we're if, if that's my true friend, if Yo. we're true friends, it's like, okay, man, you do what you do. Yo. You know what I mean? You you suck you suck a little dick sometimes. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's cool. You know what I mean? Yo, it, as long as I don't see it, we good. Yo, you know I'm what I mean? I'm laughing because I'm thinking about my grandmother right now. God rest her soul. She died last year, right? Mm-hmm. But listen. I got a cousin that's gay, and he went like way left field with it. Like we always knew growing up, because he was feminine and all that stuff. He mm-hmm. the, his little body movements and all that. When we used to be out in the street playing football, he didn't want to play. All that. So it's like we knew what it was coming to. But my grandma, and it's so sad. It's, it's funny when when older people look at gay people. You want to laugh so hard? <laughs> look at old people with gay people. They are so lost. Mm-hmm. Man, my grandma had a party one year. And this is when my cousin was like wild with it. Had the extensions and all that shit. It was just came to the party, uh, hip swinging, hair flowing and all that shit. My grandma was like, Brandon, what's wrong with Robert? Is he on drugs? It was the funniest shit because she still, it never crossed her mind that, oh, this dude's gay. To this day, well, she gone now. But in her dying day, she still didn't understand that her nephew was gay. Funny as shit. My bad. I'm just over here having a high <laughs> moment again, y'all. <laughs> what, uh, what, what time is it? Uh, it? Yo. Hour? Damn. Yo, just to, to touch on what, what, what you asked him about the daughter situation, which mm-hmm. is, which is, you about to have a, you said you, you got one on the way? Yeah. Yeah, I got one on the way. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl yet? Are you that far along? No, nah, she, she know, but she ain't, she trying to keep it all, you know how that How's she trying to keep okay, it cool. from you? No, that's cool. I don't be caring. Don't that's, be cool. Caring. <laughs> okay. that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, but listen. From man to man, put that in the back of your memory brain that she likes to keep secrets from you. <laughs> um, but imagine if you have a son, though, right? Now, you you with the daughter, I'm the same way with my daughter. It's like my daughter is like, uh, you know, whatever she wants to do is whatever. But imagine if your son, you know what I'm saying, he goes off to college, comes back, you thinking he's about to bring Brenda, but he brings Brent. Are you cool with it? Yeah, I mean, I got to be cool with it. I mean, because that's what it's going to... For us to have a relationship, I got to be cool with it. And that's more important than than, than, than the sexuality he chooses. It's a good dude, man. Yeah, let Keith, me, Keith, for, Keith so, for mayor. Brittany. <laughs> how, so, when you, so, when, so when you had the conversation with your parents, how did it go? Um, well, we really didn't have a conversation. My mom actually found out... Um, because I had pictures on social media. So she uh-huh. found out that way. And um, my older brother, he's gay. So my mom, like, 
he came out when he was older, but my mom. <laughs> is it just you two? Huh? Is it just you two? No, we have older siblings too. Are they? No, no. no. Oh, okay, it's just mm. you two. Yeah. Okay. So, but my my brother like he didn't expose me to that. So you know how I right. said like you know you get exposed to that and that's when you pretty much realize right. it. So he didn't expose me to that. He wasn't around when I was growing up like in the house with me and my mom. So it's not from him. But um, yeah, my mom basically found out because um, I had pictures on social media of me and somebody that I was with at that time, and um, you know she just brought it to me she asked me and I told her and she was like you know she was not cool with it but she didn't give me a hard time about it mm-hmm. or anything like that she's like I wasn't in trouble or anything like that right um you but. know why because I'm gonna tell you your parent already knew yeah yeah she yeah. already, she, she already uh-huh. knew like you know what I mean you already know so it's, I'm just she, waiting for you to come yeah that's yeah. exactly and what it was confirm it that's and why I didn't come to her she found out and she brought it to me so yeah. But same thing with my brother, I guess my mom already knew about him too. He knew he said he knew when he was younger, like everything, but he uh my mom like caught him with somebody at the house. Um not doing anything, but just had somebody over. Um I think he was probably like twenty or something like that. See that that but, uh, that right there though. What you know what I mean? That right there I've I've you know, with my homeboys we have these conversations because I have a boy and a daughter. Uh-huh. And we often say that, like, what's worse? If you walk in, come from a hard day at work, you walk <laughs> in, and you and you got your daughter in there with another girl, or you got your son giving fellatio to another boy. Which one is worse? I mean... Oh, this shit shouldn't be hard. <laughs> no, reason why, the, reason, the reason why, I guess, for, for me, it's equal. Are you serious? Yeah. I want to hear about it. But, um... Because, like this, when, if I had, if I was to have a son and a daughter, uh-huh. when you have your son and your daughter, I, I haven't had one, so I don't. I'm I'm leaning on y'all to, you okay. know, what I'm saying just to tell me if this mind of thinking is 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 common. When you have your son and a daughter, you kind of have a fairy tale, um, um, life made up for for them. You know, what I'm saying like you think about. What their life might be, okay. you know, what I'm saying what it might become, okay. you know, what I'm saying, and You're so right. when you do that, you think like, man, you know, you can't wait for your like. We won't talk about the son first. Okay, you think about your son. You think about, man, you know, I can't wait till he come to me like, Dad, I like this girl. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You be able to tell him like, yeah, son, this is what you do. You know what I'm saying? You be able to, you know, uh, tell him, man, this is how you, you know, you want to dress. You know what I mean? And, and you want to be able to have them conversations about females. You know what I'm saying? With right. him. You know, that's one of the biggest things about being a father. You want to relay what you feel like you know to him. You want to live know? through your son a little right. bit. Right. You want to live through a little Absolutely. bit. You know what I mean? You let it feel good. Absolutely. Um and you think about man, you know when he, you know he he get married to a woman and mm-hmm. they have a family. That's the normal thing of your boy. Same thing with the what I say when I say it's equal to me because same thing. Girl, you think about you know, of course you know you would boss. One, well, well, I know you was let me, go there. Go ahead. Let go me ahead. let me <laughs> get through the whole thought because I have a goddaughter who yeah she's not my biological daughter but I love her and I treat her like she's my own. You know okay. what I'm saying so she's at that age you know eight you know what I'm saying where I wish she can stay there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't want her to be, you know, dating is something I'm lastly thinking about her, right. you know, doing. But to but we're being realistic. It's yeah. going to come. You know what I mean? And so dating and then when she get older, you want her to, to get married to a good dude that you feel like is similar to you. You know what I'm saying? It's similar to you that you can relate to and you feel comfortable 
with her uh, being with because you want somebody that's going to take care of her. You don't want nobody that's going to she be with that's going to struggle because she's going to struggle. She could stay with you. You know, you take care of her. But when I'm, her, for the rest of her life, if she chose to. But what, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But you think about, and then you think, you know, your daughter. You know, saying you walking your daughter down that aisle. You know, what I'm saying, you know, and having that magical moment. You know, what I mean, that's the type of things I. You know, like I said, I don't have kids, but I feel like that's the type of thing because I, from my my friends that have kids, I didn't had we didn't had that conversation before, and that's common to thinking. So I, you know, like I said, I'm leaning more towards y'all. Because y'all the ones with the kids, so but when I, that's what I mean by it's equal. Because in that moment of you walking in on either one, you automatically just feel like that whatever that that mindset that you had of that fear of life is gone. You know, in I, that moment, I'm not saying that you that's a long term thinking. I'm just saying in that moment, it's kind of like crushing. But if you if I had to pick one or two, hell yeah, my son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, wait, I had, wait, wait. you would rather walk said, in and see no, your son. No, I said no. I said if I had to pick one, which one was worth? Yeah, they'd be my son. Oh, to walk in, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah and, and and see, my thing is this: I kind of agree. I not not kind of. I do agree with you to an extent. When you was like, "Yo, if a guy does something at a certain age or whatever the case may be, it's a wrap. Like you're gay. There's no. It's, I can't. If I walk in and I see my son doing that, it's gonna be hard for me to forget that thought. Mm-hmm. But if I walk in and I see my daughter do it, it's like, hey, man, stop playing. Uh, come on. Like, you know what I mean? You can forget about it. And, you know, having a daughter, do I envision my daughter walking down, the, me walking my daughter down the aisle and all that type of stuff? Um, no. I haven't I mean, got to that level of maturity. No, you haven't. Yeah, I, I, well, because you still, yeah, of course. I haven't, you, I haven't you, got to that level of Because you're in, the, you're, in the baby, you're in the baby girl moment. Yeah, You're nah, in the baby daughter, girl stage. My daughter's staying with me. Like, right, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I haven't reached it yet. Yeah, you're in the stage of, Yo, I want you to stay at this age. Hey, Keith, I'm mad dog little kids when I take her to school. <laughs> of course, I, man. I'll be, be on them like, yo. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and my daughter be like, oh, Fernando's my little friend. And be like, no, 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 I'm your friend. Right. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But you're right. Eventually, uh-huh. eventually your daughter is going to get to that stage. And, and you said something funny. Or not funny, but, you know, with your own opinion, you said, yo, you want your daughter to date someone like you. My rebuttal is what version of me? What age? The one, the one, twenty year old me. Of course not. You know what I'm saying? You want, you want her, you, (laughs) you will want her to date someone the the mature version. I want her to date the fifty year old me. The mature version of you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Every every dude, every listen this. For the most part, I say ninety five percent of women I have ever been involved with would say Brandon's a good dude. But it's a, f- a good five percent out there. Like that's a motherfucking fuck nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know what I mean. So you know, so every guy is going. You know, most part going to have that. You know, what I'm saying um, percentage about them. They're going to have the fuck nigga, and they're going to have the good part about them. But you want the good parts outweigh the the fuck nigga most Absolutely. of the time. Absolutely. And so that's the the good dude that you st- like this in your twenties. The good part of you that eventually grew to be. The thirty-year-old version of you, mm-hmm. which is going to become hopefully the good part of the growth of the forty-year-old to the fifty-year-old, and us. Right? That's the part. That's the. That's what you want your daughter to date. Yeah, as long as these women don't be out here breaking hearts, man. They turn. They turn good men like me into savages. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Like, uh, I didn't. <laughs> let me tell. Like, um, when we, when I did the live podcast, the topic, the main topic that we had on there was um, talking about how 
uh, I feel like women are messing up. Women are messing up dating. I feel like that. I feel mm, women are messing up dating. It. And I feel like women are messing up dating for one, one of the main reasons is that they like to put their, they don't know how to separate their standards from their preferences. There a lot of times they put them together. Okay. And when I said that everybody was on the, on the, on the, on the uh, panel, they were, you know, they stopped and thought for a minute and was like, damn, that's, you know what I'm saying? And like, damn, that's well, like, good. Give me, you know give me what I mean? Synopsis. Like, what? I give you, I give you, I give you such, a standard is like, uh, a standard is supposed to be like, um, I want a man with a job. I want a man, you know what I'm saying, that's going to uh, genuinely take care of me. Um, I want a man that's uh, a faithful man, you know what I'm saying, that believes in God. Them are standards. You know what I'm saying? A preference is I want a guy with a job, but it got to be seven figures. I want a, I got I want a uh I want a guy that's six six. You know what I'm saying? Them are preferences. Stuff Would that, that you, not be a standard though? How no how? Because being six six is that's a preference. You you prefer the guy that you talk to to be six six. But if he's not six six, you're okay with it. Yeah. You had, you know but, what I'm saying? But if but, he's not six, he better still have a job. Still, yeah. But when you when you get into p- certain specific things that you want out of per, that's the preference. Oh, okay. That's the preference. But can the that be standard altered? is something that anybody can give you. But if you're but if you're separating if the person from different things that you want, that's the preference. If you give okay. you, you get what I mean? Yeah. What, I, what, I, what I'm trying to get from like, you is that the standard is. This is not changing. Right. This is not changing. My standard is I like women. Your preference can change. My preference is I like this type of woman. Right. That's, I like okay. I like dark skinned women. I'm with you. I'm I with like you. a woman with a fat ass. You I'm know what I'm saying? But you can end up with a woman that's skinny and with A cups. Right. But the you know standard was a but woman. The, but the standard is I want a woman that's faithful. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want a woman that's 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 not right. gonna, you know, lie to me. That's gonna, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. That's the right. standard. Okay. Now, bring it all into dating. What yeah. you were saying? Now, what I mean by when I said by I feel like women is is messing up dating is because they're you know um, they're running with that. You know, what I'm saying a lot of women, you know, what I'm saying um, won't especially you know they won't um, go outside their preference if it's not this 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 and this and they're and they're saying it like it's the standard. You get on mm. now. You get on I me. Mean? So now if uh, now you meet women where. Um, they say, I'm not talking to this dude. No matter, how, this dude could be, um, she say, I want a guy that's, that's faithful. You know what I'm saying? I want a guy that, uh, I can trust a guy that, that has a job, a guy that, um, that is, that, that, that's, that's very into me, you know, a guy that's, that's going to love me. Them are some, them, them are the standards. But then she's saying that he has to be six, six. He has to have a 10 inch dick. He got to be. Uh, he has to have at least six. Uh, uh, he has to be making five hundred thousand dollars at least a year. She's Girls, fairy tales. My <laughs> point is, but that's but that's a lot. But that's a lot of stuff that I run into when it comes to dating is that women have these these strong preferences that they won't go around. And so, when, so that's why I'm saying that women put their preferences and standards together because a preference is something that yes, that's what I like, but it's not my standard to stay with. Your standards don't change, but your preferences can. You know what this whole time, again, high moment. You know what I thought that you were talking about? What? I thought you were talking about food. No. I'm thinking like a chick standard is like, I want chicken. 
But her preference is like, my preference is Chick-fil-A, but I'll settle for a Pollo Loco. Right. That's the whole thing. I'm thinking like, damn, chicks is out here doing that? That's the best. That's Yeah, that's the best. Okay, yeah. And and, and when I break it down, yeah, but I'll be caring. Like, (laughs) well. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. I get it. When you when, when I was younger, it's crazy because when I was younger, right, my 20s and stuff, I used to be embarrassed about so much stuff when it came to dating. Like, I didn't have it. Like, uh, out here, and it's still, like, we got certain movie days where it's like the movies are $6. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, you used to be like, yo, when I was younger, like, if I'm take, talking to this girl, I'm only going to ask her to go to the movies on Friday or Saturday night because those are the popping nights. But when you get to the age where I'm at, I'm like, yo, check this out. That movie came out on Friday, and we're going to go on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Straight up. What up? Tuesday or Wednesday. Whether or not. And, 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 and it's just crazy because it's all about age and level of maturity and stuff like that. Now, don't get me wrong. Some stuff, I still got to be the premiere. I got to be that kind of stuff. But, like, yeah, my, right. thing with, my thing is, to a lot of fellas, what I've noticed, we give women too much power. They do don't come! Don't, don't they don't don't they, listen, uh, women, women, female listeners out there, don't come kill me. Women, don't don't women, women have the power. I disagree. And I was explain to you why they do. I explain to you why they don't. You go first. Women have listen. This. A lot of shit. A lot. A lot of shit that women say that they go through, especially with men, mm-hmm. or just period, can be stopped by one thing. Mm-hmm. If all women came came if, if you know this is what never happened. So this is just mm-hmm. hypothetical. Right, right, right. If all women came together and said, I use, for example, um, dreadlocks, for example. We just use dreadlocks as okay. the example. If all women came together and said, you know what? We ain't having sex no more with no dudes with dreadlocks. You know what's going to happen? Dudes is going to cut their hair off. Some. Every dude that got dreadlocks, I don't give a care if it's religion. Some. They cutting them goddamn dreadlocks off. They are. Unless, they, unless they sucking a little dick sometimes. Some that's are. it. It's true. That, that's, a, that's a safe That's a safe assumption. That's true. I would say some. You know, nah, I would say all. I would say some because some of them, it will, that right hand would be powerful. Man. <laughs> I mean, like, yo, I love my dreads. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I agree, but see, a lot of times, right, I read an article a long time Um who was it? I don't know if it was too short. It had something to do with pimping, though, right? Mm-hmm. But it made sense what they were saying. What they was oh, it wasn't. It was an article, but it was um Bishop Magic Don Juan had said it. Okay, and it was like a lot of times dudes mess up because they go after the girl they want instead of going after the girl that wants them. For an example, I'll break it down. Right? Let's say I want Britney. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like expressing it. Like, no, she don't want you though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, yo, Brittany, I want you. What do I got to mm-hmm. do? What I do? And if she knows that, here's where the power comes in. At <sighs> well, Brandon, you know, I do need my nails done and none of that. But because I want her so much, oh, here, I get your nails, do all that stuff like that. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, you want to go get something to eat? You want to do that? She has the power. Yeah. Because I want her. Uh huh. But there's Sally right here. Who's crazy about Brandon? Uh-huh. Well, I'm ignoring her because I'm focused on the girl that I want. But not knowing that Sally right here will get make sure my haircut is done, make sure I eat, make sure I got the new clothes, all that. So a lot of times as guys, we just are looking at, we're looking in the wrong lens. 
the hell with Britney because I'm going to have to go through too much to get her. Okay. Let's get Sally because Sally's going to give me the same thing. No, but but this but this is also but this is also too. And um, actually, I was listening to um, shout out to the uh, the um, you know you know don't fuck with them like that. But the roommates podcast uh-huh. I listened to, and um, I can't remember the girl that they they was uh, um, talking to on the podcast, but. She made it. She says something. She says, "Do you always want to go through life, only settling for what's available versus what you want? Just because she, just because Sally's available, do you really want her? Do you really, do you, do you really want her, or are you just going to settle, or are you, or are you just going to settle for what's just what's just available in front of you? Same thing with your with, with your comedy career. If only you you want to do." Um, you want to do a um a thirty city tour, but right. only a three city tour is available to you. You're just gonna settle for the three city tour and never achieve, never go for the twenty city tour. No, but at the time of the at the time at the moment, mm-hmm. if the thirty city tour is not there and the three city tour is there, I'm gonna take the three city tour. But what I mean is is that take what I'm saying is is that you um if you're gonna not try to work. To, I'm saying oh, of work towards the yes. thirty city tour. Yes, the same yes. thing with the woman. No, is that you have? Is that yes? I have went through it. I just went through it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that um, if you're going, if you want this woman, mm-hmm. you just have to understand the you, first. You have to understand the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then second, it, you just it's, it's. I hate to say that you know um, because I don't want to say playing games, but it's kind of. You have to map out your game plan. You damn right. And That's so, what I'm about to lead to. yeah, yeah. And so, and uh, and you work out your game plan. Now you have to understand during this time you have to pay attention to the signs of what's going on to see if it's going to lead to what you want uh, with that person. Mm-hmm. And then if you're if the signs are not leading towards that, you got to be able to know when to abort. Absolutely, but see, but this, I just my thing is is I just feel like you know when it comes to women. Is that you, especially a man? Is that if you know, because uh, because the difference between the men and the women when it comes come to uh, the relationship part is that men can grow on women, women don't grow on men. Men can grow on women, meaning like eventually she would be like, oh, I like him. After a certain amount of time, most women, right. you know, most women, that's what happens. Okay, you know, what and saying? You're saying if you if you're doing what like, you're, but men usually. Like, in the oh, initial, I like you, Sally. In the initial point of view, when you see if I if I'm in a room somewhere and I see uh Crystal and I'm like, damn, she fine. But you know what I'm saying, but then I see uh Jasmine and I'm like, uh six months down the line, that's not gonna change. For me, it's, it's no, not no, gonna okay. change. No, no, it's not on. gonna change. Now, I'm not gonna No, now how much is Jasmine a huh? Like is it like a uh or is it like a, it would have hmm. to it would be Jack. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm not attracted to her. But then six months down the line, most likely nine times out of ten, that attraction is not going to change. It's still going to be, I'm not really feeling her. You know what I'm saying? It's now the only situation that it I feel like it does change, and this is the natural thing is, you know, when you in high school, you know, what I'm saying when girls are, you know, some girls reach their peak in high school, some are very underdeveloped in high that's school. True. So when so now the ones that's underdeveloped when they when you get older, you know what I'm saying, and they break out their shell, yeah, it can change then. But as an adult, for the most part, if I'm if I'm thirty years old and I'm and and 
and I turned 35, the same girl that I wasn't attracted to when I was 30, at 35, 9 times 10, I'm still not going to be attracted to. That's just, that's but a woman can be 30 and be like, nah, I'm not really feeling him. And then 35 can come around like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Damn, I missed, man, what was I thinking? So you know what's funny? I Again, we was having this crazy. We just talked about this morning, right? My brother, you got two situations with Sally and Brittany, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if I just go after Brittany, then I'm going to be doing over exerting myself to try to get her, right? Right. Now, map out the game plan. Instead of spending my money, I can take Sally's money. This is option one. I can take Sally's <laughs> money. Sally. Oh, my God. My sister. She da 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 Whatever it is, the game plan. I can take Sally's money. And try to take care of Brittany to try to get her. That's what. That's option number one, right? That's option one. And a lot of dudes do it. Let's just be real out here. You know, this fuckboy shit. Yeah, no, but it's it's real, though. Uh-huh. A lot of dudes, a lot of dudes is out here doing that. Where they And, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's a lot of comedians that oh, do yeah. it. There's a lot of comedians and anybody in the entertainment business where they do that. They got this one, but they're trying to get this one. I get that part. <laughs> I, it was so funny. I got, I got to add this in real quick because you just brought it up. Somebody was like, man, one of my friends was like, man, he's like, man, you don't really hang out with me like that no more. I'll be seeing you hanging out with, uh, you know, such and such comedian, this and this. I'm like, yeah, because them niggas got money. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I said, I said they can, we, when we go out, they pay for themselves. Yeah. Nah, that's, 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 that's real, though. But, but that's option number one, right? You can definitely Sally or whatever, right? Then you can take advantage of the times. And this is what the conversation we had earlier, right? Science has been advanced. What is it about Sally that you don't like? Oh, Sally doesn't have the nicest breast. Sally's hips is not as wide. Her butt's not as big. Her gut is a little pokey. Her eyes too wide. Yeah. <laughs> it's too but far Sally apart has, from each other. Sally has money. Sally has great credit. You know, the kids go to the mall and they, they do something called Build-A-Bear. Well, in 2020, I'm pushing a campaign to build a bitch. Take Sally. Sally, I love the way you treat me. I love the way Sally does this, that. So this is what you tell Sally. Sally, you ever thought about getting your breasts done? Sally might be like, yeah, I thought about it. But da, da, da. You motivate Sally, hey, get her breasts done, get her hips done, whatever the case it might be, right? Now, hold on, hold on. Now, Sally is damn near killing Brittany, though. She's Hold up. She done went, she done went and invested in herself. Something that's going to, which is actually a great investment because she's not going to lose on herself. That's She's not going anywhere. That's so she has want. invested into herself. Now, Sally was a four, but now Sally done invested herself, and now Sally's an eight. Okay. Brittany's still an eight, but Brittany is like, ah, you got to do too much for Brittany. But Sally, the way she treats you now gives her two more points. So She's damn near a dime. Okay. So what we have learned today is that uh, uh, B. Lawrence... Uh, like transforming bitches. Hey, listen. Take he wanna, advantage of the times. He want a Megatron. Take That's advantage cool. of the times. I'm not listen. I'm not saying to go put all the plastic and all that. But what I'm saying is, if you met a chick, right? Mm-hmm. If you met a chick right now and she was a heavy set chick. Right, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what you into or not. If that is, that's your choice or whatever. Right, but let's say she was heavy say chick, but she treated you good, B. She made sure you ate every night. Hey, you know, hey Brandon, I seen this. I seen these new shoes. I seen these new shoes was out. Um, do you want you like them or whatever? Just like just treating you good. Hey Brandon, are you going out to do your comedy or whatever? Um, here's some gas money or you know you need a car. I see you down a little bit. Do you need this? Do that. Basically, what I'm saying is not taking care of you but but just treating you like a king right and you a good dude you should be treated like a king ain't nothing wrong with that i don't think you a dispute with that 
But what I'm saying is, suppose she's the big chick and she decides to get surgery and everything and she loses all that. And now she looking like, like, whoa, you have a problem with that? Well, I said, well, I have a problem with it. I mean, of course I can't have no problem with it, you know, at all. But you talking, that's rare situations. You talking to... You know why it's a rare situation? You're talking rare situations. You know why it's a rare situation? Why? Because we don't communicate as human beings. You know what I'm saying? And and here's and here's what's here's what's crazy. And I'm just throwing it out there. Now I'm just using that example because you're here, right? So she likes women now, right? Cool. So let's say in five years or something, she changed the thought. Well, she like she likes guys now, but she still likes women. Mm-hmm. She would have to find a guy or a woman. That's okay with the way she wants to live. But mm-hmm. you know how you find that out? Communication. A lot of people don't want to communicate with people. They just like go with, they just travel. They'll walk, we'll walk right past you, then not say hi, not say what's up, whatever, and communicate. So what I'm saying with communication, mm-hmm. what I've learned with dating is you'll find out that some of these chicks is interesting when you stop just trying to get in their pants and get in their head. Of course. But you know, I'm talking to the masses, you yeah. know, because... Most dudes, that's what they, they, they just try to do. But you you learn, like, oh, I like that, too. Like, you know what I mean? They're a good chick, and, and they're okay with certain stuff. Well, they've always thought about getting surgery, but they never had no one to give them that extra push. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I know a girl right now. I know a girl right now. She was she showed me a picture of her. It's huge. In fact, you know her, too. You just don't know you know her. But I'll show you, I'll show you who she is. Show you who she is. She used to be huge. Worked out, lost weight, right? Wasn't happy with her breast or whatever. Went to go get a breast job. You can look at her and be like, most dudes will look at her and be like, bad. This, that, that, this, that, that. But you didn't see that three, four years ago, five years ago. But she still has that great heart. You know, she's still a good person. You know what I mean? My level of maturity it's not for her right now, and I'm okay with that. See, I'm all about I'm all about self-acknowledge. My mm-hmm. level of maturity is not for her right now, and I told her that. But I'm sure if she ever gets with a dude, perfect. Perfect. So my mm-hmm. whole point is, my whole bringing back to the point is communication. I don't think it's nothing wrong with we're in the times of 2020 where, and, you know, these people have went to school and learned how to cut up the body to make it look great. Who are we to tell them not to practice what they went to school for? Nothing wrong with it, man. Everybody mm-hmm. else is doing it. What Cardi B? Didn't she just go do it again? Didn't they say she did? Cardi B, all of them. I'm not saying do Nicki <laughs> Minaj though. No, don't go. Or Little Kim. That's the one. My bad. Little Kim. Don't go crazy like that. But you know, if 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 you plan on being with Sally B, if you plan on being with Sally, and you got it, Sally got it. That your preference. Now we're talking about back to your thing. Your preference is I like girls with big butts. And you got it that Sally can get a big butt. <laughs> Why not? You're investing in somebody that you plan on being with for the rest of your life. Uh, you know what I mean? the The return on the the return on investment is going to be great. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, one thing um, one thing I always do uh, on the podcast. Yeah. Every person that comes on. Yeah. I always ask them. Um, what have you learned today and what um, or what advice you got to give the people today? Um, what I've learned today is if I ever decide to change my name to uh, Brenda, 
don't I can't hang around Brandon no more. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Um I learned I I, I learned uh that my thoughts are somewhat true based mm-hmm. off of a Britney story mm-hmm. and what she shared is like it sounds like it's a learned behavior like a lot of times these you know we have thoughts but we don't have the uh, research or the studies to put behind it these are just thoughts of observation like oh, I see that but by her saying that like it was something that I was exposed to or whatever and it went there it, it makes me feel like oh okay I'm not just having high moments or maybe my high moments or some, you know what I'm saying, there's some truth to it. So that's what I that's what I learned today. And what's the second part of your question? What advice you got? Um, I know y'all probably listening and was like, yo, this dude is off the chain. He's over here, he's over there. But here's what I want people to do. Um first things first, love yourself. Love yourself, regardless of what it is. If you're a Brenda out there that's trying to change into a Brandon. If you're a Brandon out there trying to change it to a Brenda, regardless of yourself, love yourself. There is a community for everything. I've learned that about L.A. There is a community for everything. So if you're into, I don't know, uh, dressing up like your favorite comic book character and doing all that stuff, they have Comic-Con. They, You know what I mean? Just as an mm-hmm. example, there's, there's something for everybody. So love yourself and... Do not be afraid to get mental health. A lot of people need therapy and mental health, but in our community, as a black community, we're taught to just suck that shit up and keep going. But love yourself, take care of your mental health, and live life regardless. You got one life, live it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Once this thing is over, it's over. Yeah. Um. I usually don't 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 add in on my, but I'm adding today. Cause it's something I have learned. It's not what I learned today, but um, I learned that I need to be more like Brittany um, in my life. I need to be able to uh, find some um, bad bitches that buy me white Air Force Ones too. You know Damn. what I mean? Wait, wait, nobody bought me. <laughs> <laughs> I bought them for myself. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> nah, That's man, real. just messing with a But um, but um, uh, man, um, glad that you came on today. Yeah, well, I'm glad you, know you inviting me out, man. Um, Skull Vikings, you know what time it is. You know, Vikings brothers, man, comedy brothers. We uh, uh, met. You know what's so crazy is after Sunday, I was like so geek because I'm like, man, I get my fix in less than a couple days. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That you know, what I mean, I ain't got to wait all the way to Sunday again. Man. But with the bad part about it is after Thursday, you got to wait. You know, way. we got to wait know. another like half, week and a half. But know. it's good though, man. I'm glad you came on, man, and um. Um, what I what I got? Oh, what you got coming up? Um, I got November sixteenth in Fontana. Oh, he gonna kill me. I don't know the uh the location, but you know you can check my Instagram, Brandon Lawrence Funny. Um, I have it on there, Brandon Lawrence Funny on the Instagram. I had a flyer up there, but it's in Fontana. I'm uh, opening up for my big brother in comedy, Ray Grady. Okay. So, yeah, we we, we doing our thing. I actually uh, been rocking with him a lot. I We did, uh, over the summer, a show at um, Miracle Theater in Inglewood, which, okay. I, which I didn't even know existed. But I've been, yeah, exactly. It's right there on Market Street. But it was like a 500-seater, and, and that was like real big for comedy. 
It's like you know, you 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 know, mm-hmm. it's it's levels. You hear ten people laugh, fifty people laugh, hundred people laugh, but like that was my first time ever hearing that. And you know, shout out to Ray Grady for giving me the opportunity to do that. But yeah, November sixteenth. Okay, what's the Instagram? Brandon Lawrence Funny on Instagram, Twitter comedian BL, uh, Facebook Brandon Lawrence. All right, and uh, for me, uh, this weekend I would be in San Diego, um, Friday and Saturday night, eight and ten p.m. Uh, at the Madhouse Comedy Club. Yeah. And then um, November 29th, I would be at the Comedy Store, uh, 10.30 show in the Belly Room. Um, so um, that's a couple of things I got coming up. And uh, also make sure you, you know, uh, get to the um, the IG, you know, um, Brandon Jordan Comedy. And, uh, and get, you know, get your T-shirts, man. We, we still got them on deck. Um, that's it, man. And uh, I, I'm just... Just excited, man, to be 6-2 in a minute. Skull Vikings. All right. We up out of here, man. Don't blame me. Blame Detroit. Yeah.